Hello, welcome back. Welcome back to Send Him Off. Uh, another week, as I always say, another week, another episode. Uh, my name is Sam and joining me, as always, is my ever-present podcasting partner, Alex. How's your week been? We were back in the stadium for the first time. Back on the ground, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, work, muffling around in there, knocking things over. Another week, it's always another week, but uh, this week, it's another week of news. We're doing Send Him Off. It is, it is. the news. Um... Where do we start? It's been quite a week of news, to be honest with you. It has. And I was going to start, start with... Um, Go on. Well, like, Go I was, was going to start with, of course, Watford. That's exactly what I was going to no. start. Well, there we are. Then. There we are. Well, what can you say? Because there's not really too much to say, besides the fact that they think that another manager is going to solve their problem. 15th, isn't it? 15th in 10 years. I think... Where did I... I think they've had more managers... Um, in the last 10 years than who was it have had? West Ham have had in like in their, their history. Entire, yeah, yeah, entire history of like, you know, existence. My, my, a bit mad. My favourite stat is Watford is had more one? managers this season than Cardiff have had clean sheets. Yeah, I like that one. Wonderful. I like that? that one. How many clean also, sheets have Cardiff had? One, I think. Oh, right. There we are. I thought they didn't have any. They've also had, no. Watford have also had Two more managers in Swansea City have had penalties this season. Yeah. Oh. And I think they they will continue to have at least yeah. two. But um, anyway, what I was going to say about it was the sad situation is for Watford. Well, I don't want to say for Watford, for the Premier League in general is who have they called in? Do you know? Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson. The problem I have with bringing in Roy Hodgson is... Is is this how like English football seem to think that that's gonna that that'll fix the problem? Having a, an old man, well, I don't want to I don't want to be disrespectful to Roy Hodgson because he's been there and done that. He's and, an older you know, gentleman, he's, isn't he? He's he is an older gentleman and he's a he's a fantastic manager, seasoned but professional. Why why bring in somebody who you know will only get you so far instead of taking a chance? All right, yeah, Watford might go down. There's a good chance they'll go down anyway. There was a good chance before they came up they'd go down. I like you just using the old uh, send him off mug for those of you who haven't bought one. Please don't buy one. But back to what I was you saying. You bought one, Al. Back to what I was saying. <laughs> um, instead of taking a chance on a young manager, an upcoming manager, I think, you know what, we'll give him a bit of time in the Premier League. If he takes us down, he takes us down. But I look at managers like I was now, Russell Martin. Not a lot of Premier League clubs would have given him a chance unless they saw how well he was doing yeah. with us. Say, say in the summer now, there's a good chance we, you know, the likes of we always say, but Crystal Palace might come knocking, depending on how Vieira goes. Palace, Palace won't come knocking. The clubs, clubs like that though, like Watford, maybe it depends yeah. who stays up. Newcastle, if they stay, I don't know that kind of thing. Maybe not Newcastle, but why? I don't understand why they always give it to the old. I don't want to say old fogies, but you know what I'm trying to say. The older manager, yeah. the one, the one who's you know been there, done that. Why, why not take a chance? And okay, before before you say anything. Ranieri's not a young man. I get that. He's not. He's not. But you know. But he's won a Premier League with Chelsea and more recently with Leicester. He hasn't. He hasn't so... won a Premier League with Chelsea. Didn't he? No. I could have sworn he won a Premier League with Chelsea mm. back in the day. That's why it was such oh, well, a big thing. My mistake. But anyway, you, you know, won the Premier League with Leicester, managed Chelsea at the very least. I don't know. It frustrates me. It just annoys me. What have you got to say about it? Yeah, same thing. I think like. When the news came, I was just a bit like, oh, oh okay. But yeah. then at the same time, oh, I knew that would happen when he was appointed. Exactly, but yeah. 
it's like what you said. Is is Ranieri? Ah, uh, sorry. Is Roy Hodgson an inspiring appointment? Would would Watford? If I was a Watford fan now, oh look out! Here comes Roy. Would I be thinking? Yeah, would I be thinking of oh, Roy Hodgson? He'll keep us up. He might well yeah. keep him up, right? Um, but going forward, is he the man? Even if, what, you know, at, what if he keeps him up this season? Now, are they going to stick with him next season? Well, that's the thing. Like, look at the difference between Crystal Palace last season and Crystal Palace this season. Mm. There's a start. They haven't. The I don't. Think, I don't know if they kept the clean sheet this season, Watford. So maybe, maybe defensive organization is what they need. But, like, I don't know. It's just I, like for me, sort out a clean sheet though. And I don't want to keep putting Russell Martin in the window, but we've had plenty of clean sheets this season. Yeah. Managers like that. Just a young manager. Give him a chance, like. The, like, I, I don't see really the difference between Ranieri and Hodgson in terms of... that. I don't think there's a massive... I don't think there's anything for me to suggest that Hodgson is better than Ranieri or that Ranieri is better than Hodgson. They're just... I feel like they've just gone from from A to A. Mm, Are they just going through a list of old managers? Pardon? Are they just going through like a list of old? Yeah, I think they. Fergie loving next one. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Rafa's name is there, but it's why not? I just I don't understand it personally. I really don't understand it. I know he's been there and he's done that. I I just repeated my points, but it just baffles me why it's always like quick turn to that and you know just dig us out of this yeah. problem quickly. It's never long term, and I know there's so much money in the Premier League and I know like what the cost is of going down and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. But I don't know. It frustrates me. It baffles me. It saddens me to be honest with you, because like it's like sort of win at all costs. If that makes sense, I know they're losing. They might not win every game, but it's it's stay up at all costs. And I just I don't pers- like that mentality. I can't get my head around it. You know, like if they sack managers every three months and it worked. Yeah, exactly. But then I understand that's it. Thing. They but they took on they took on Ranieri and they were in the bottom three. They sacked Ranieri and they were in the bottom three. Like, all right, they didn't do much, but they were in exactly the same position as they were before. Like after three months, what do, what did they expect Ranieri but, to do in three months? How many how many with no transfer see, window, yeah. pretty much. In the last, what was it two, three years? How many managers? Two, three. I, I couldn't tell him it, but last two, three, 10 well, is 15, isn't it? There we are. Last 10 years. Something tells me it's not the manager's fault. If you're no. having 10 of them in 15 years, is it? Or 15 in 10 years? 15 in 10, yeah. I think there's something else going on. i got to be honest. No. I think there's something else. They need Elton John back in charge, they do. <laughs> they do. They do. Mm. Mild Pope, get on the phone. Get on the phone, though, Elton. Get on yeah. the phone. Yeah. But I don't want to keep harping on about Watford because there is other news, believe it or not. Um, cool. Bit of transfer I've got for you. Lingard to Newcastle United. He's off. It's all off. When I wrote this, it was all on and there was potential and you know they were interested, they were in advanced talks. Yeah. By the time this goes out, they might well have through. gone through. Yeah, exactly. But what would you say if Newcastle did take? Because I think um, they were willing to pay almost all of the fee. Like all of his transfer, yeah. um, um, transfer. Well, they can afford they it, it, wage bill. His wage bill. Um, I think United will keep hold of him, uh, because yeah, I think he wants a West Ham move personally. 
Um, but I don't think they're going to give him to West Ham on loan again when they're in such competition for top four place. Um, I think that he'll go to West Ham on a free in the summer, personally. This is another issue. I think this is going to be like rant him off today. I'm not going to lie. It's not going to be sending. Do it. We never have. We never really rant. I never do. But my issue with Manchester United, they've got so many players. But all the time with Manchester United, they've got so like it's it's quantity, not quality. But I'm not saying the players they've got are not quality. They are quality. But the way that they put themselves together is just no good. Why keep a player who has thrived at, at West Ham, such as Lingard? In a team that's rotten, essentially, and I don't want to say that, like you know, so so loosely. They are. I know that. I know that they, they, you know, but what's he going to do there? What's he doing well, there? Nothing, at the crucially, he's not at West Ham. Well, exactly, yeah, right exactly. Ball. But I literally think they are, they are doing that at the minute. But is Newcastle the right club for him? Like, are Newcastle staying up? Have we agreed on this yet? Has anybody actually made a decision nobody, on whether I, Newcastle I are staying up? I, nobody seems to know where they you're are. Looking a bit better. Yeah, but but like everyone's like, oh, they're on the up now. They're going to money. They sent Chris Wood from Burnley. Lingard, right, is is probably entering the prime of his career. After minute, nine mind. Twenty nine, yeah, but 27, 29, I think he could go to if if he goes to West Ham now, he could probably play well up until he's about 33, 34. Yeah, I agree. I'd say if he if keeps he, himself if he stays fit, fit. exactly. Great minds. But why? I don't. If it, again, it frustrates me so much that Manchester United seem to think right. Well, we'll hold him back. And will prevent him from having, you know, a potentially good, you know, mid to end of his career, mm. where he can really hit his peak and really get some stride in. We'll keep him just because we don't want to sort of jeopardize our position. That annoys me. That really it's annoys sad, me. Isn't it? they... It's sad because this time exactly, last year yeah. we were all well, maybe not this time last year because he went in January, didn't he? But a couple of months time, it'll be a year ago. We were talking about Lingard for the Euros. Yeah, I and know. If Lingard got an England call up now. Everyone be like, why on earth are you calling Lingard up? He hasn't played all season. Exactly. And it's so annoying that Manchester United seem to think, like, I can't express what I want to say. What I want to say is I'm annoyed that they, they, Manchester United think they can hold a player back and prevent him from playing because it's for the good of their interests rather mm. than the good of the player. And I think it's the same thing for me with Donny van der Beek. Yeah. Why buy just, him in the first place? Partly off he the wants palace. to go to Palace, yeah, which I think personally be a good move. Uh, but I, mm. I, again, I don't think he should have left in the first place. I think he should have stayed. Was it Ajax? Yeah, should have stayed there. I can't, I can't tell you where he would have gone from there. But stay there. You play in. You'd be in the Dutch national team. The thing I, the thing I see about Donny Van de Beek right is, two managers now have come in, and not played him. Over Fred and over McTominay. So. What is going on in training? Is he not working? Is he not putting it? Is he not fit? Is he not putting in the effort? Because there's two managers now. It's not just an Ollie thing. Well, Ralph Ragnick has come in. in. Who, who signed him then? Who signed him? Because if if Ollie doesn't see anything, it didn't see anything in him. He wouldn't have signed him. So somebody behind the scenes must have signed him. Or somebody's been saying, "Oh, I think you should sign this Donny Van Der Beek kid." And he obviously didn't know too no, much about no. it. It's a funny one. Um. Sticking with we... Manchester United. Oh, sorry. Carry on. Shall we talk about AFCON? Oh, yeah. Okay. Why not? Actually, no, I haven't watched any of it. I said uh, the whole thing. It's on when I'm in work, to be fair. Exactly. I, so, I didn't so realise the timings would be so awkward. Like, it's four o'clock and 
yeah. games on. Um, my favorite one is the com. Is it Comoros? Comor. Uh, yeah. Was the, it? They were playing Cameroon the other day. Yeah, and the yeah. guy was in goal. He was like a left yeah, back. Yeah, he goal. was a left back. You had to tape his number. Like you had tape to tape his number, number on. on his back. Superb. Um, too bad. They scored a, yeah, they scored a tidy yeah. goal the other day. Yeah. Oh, it was a hell of a goal, wasn't it? Brilliant. Yeah. They scored another yeah. one as well, actually. I think it was yesterday. But I, I don't know. I um, just wish it was. I wish it was publicized. Yeah, I, and I do. I mean, it is to a degree, but I don't know. You know for a major if, international tournament, it's serious. It, it is seriously it's disrespected. I think. Euros. Yeah, I, I agree. No. I'm all right. The the quality overall might not be there, like in the Euros. You know, um, arguably, hmm. I don't think it's bad. Oh, it's not bad. I think I think though, like the smaller teams in the Euros would potentially give some of the bigger teams in Afcon a game. Like I think you know, like if you had like um, Macedonia or North Macedonia against Algeria, I think that would be a closer game than Sierra Leone against Spain. Do you know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm trying to I think the top top quality of Afcon is perfect. Really good football. But I think the the lower down, but it's all to yeah. do with the it's not publicized well enough. It's not, you know, it's not it's it's not respected this tournament. Like you had Premier League clubs being like or, or like reporters asking Premier League players are you going to go to AFCON over the Premier League? Yeah. Can you imagine well, somebody asking Gareth Bale if he was going to the Euros? Yeah, exactly. I know. I, I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. Like, I, it doesn't seem like, like you said, it's like there's no respect in it, but they don't understand the pride to play no. for like their country as well. Like it's all well and good being English and whatever and having English media, you know, ask you these questions. But if this Senegalese player or if this Gabon, what are they, Gabonese? I think so, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to say, but you know, regardless, I've just something coming. Something has come through now on my phone. Uh, oh, there we are. Eric Bailly is Mr. Spot. It, it is publicised, like on Sky Sports. You know, they tell me, you know, Eric Bailly is Mr. Penalty. Blah blah blah. But I, like you said, there's not really any respect. And it's no, a bit it's of a shame. It's a shame, isn't it? It is. It's not like it used to be on ITV4 back in the you day. Know, those, that's how it when, used to be, you know. Where was it when they were? Um, Playing the games that like a time that we could watch them as well. Like, cause I and that was in Cameroon. I know that, but I don't know where it was. The games probably are similar times to what they were in the Euros, though. Two o'clock, four o'clock. Actually, o'clock. you're probably right. You probably yeah. are right because I have seen. No, the other day we were on against uh, Swansea. Yesterday it was, but for the purposes of the podcast, the other day Swansea were playing QPR, and I think there was an African Cup of Nations game before. Hmm. So it is on, but it's just... I don't know what publicised is this. It isn't. It isn't. Well, uh, I was going to do a bit, more, a bit more transfers before I have one more rant. Martial to Sevilla. Yeah. What it, I, I don't know where I stand on it, to be fair. Waste of it. Yeah. You haven't got the attitude for it, though. You, you know. Well, exactly. Waste of potential. Yeah, I suppose. I love um, the fact they had a Ballon d'Or clause in his contract. Yeah, I, I remember that the other day. I was thinking about it. And I thought, oh, wasn't he had like he had like some sort of Ballon d'Or clause? Yeah. yeah R- rumor has it Flynn Downs has one. Rumor has it he had uh, a red card as well, and we're going to miss him for how many games? One game. One. I think it's just a one, one in there because it's two yellows. There we are. But bit of Swans content for you all. Of, yeah, there we are. There we are. Swan for the boys. 
Um, Sevilla, I think it'd be a good signing for Sevilla. Martial, I hope he finds his feet because again, I think Manchester United, I want to say sinking ship, but they they've sunk. They're a sunk yeah. ship. To be honest, and I know they're doing well, but it's, they're just not the club they were. They are not the club they were. Infrastructure-wise, there's, there's, no, yeah. there's a lot wrong with the transfer. Yeah, policy. that's the word. That is the word that I would look. I was looking for. Infrastructure. Mm. It, the the transfer policy is just bizarre. They're not going to want kind of players. Genuinely, genuinely, I don't believe that the managers have an awful lot to say about transfers. I'm convinced there's somebody above them, like higher up in the board, that will like pull the strings and make the decisions. I I can't I can't think of anything else. Well, it's going to be Ralph in it next year when he's uh what director of football or whatever he is. He's uh. It's it's one of those, and that's that's what's sad because it's not the manager's team. It's you know, I'm you know they they they're doing it to sell shirts. I think at the end of the day, hmm. that's a bit of a jump actually. Are they not doing that? But I just I'm just in a in a very I'm a rant mood. today. Isn't I am, yeah. and I'm going to finish it. Well, I this is it's my like last podcast. Roy Keane, this is man. <laughs> I was going to do an impression, but I can't. I know you can. Do you want to do it? No. There we are. Great. Thanks. Anyway, my. <laughs> My final rant, my final rant. I want to talk. I, I was on Instagram the other day, right? And of course, being football fans, we follow various football pages. I'm sure many of you listening do as well. And I saw one, and there was a comparison between Xavi and Modric. And essentially, it was a question who was the better player? And it was listing Xavi's games and Modric's games. Xavi played more games, blah, blah, blah. Xavi's uh, individual trophies, Modric's individual trophies. Then his comp- yeah. um, um, collective trophies in the team, blah, 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 international club, um, all that kind of stuff. And then they said, well, who's the best? And that incensed me. I cannot tell you how annoyed I was at the fact they even had the audacity to post that. There's only one right answer now. It's Xavi. By a, but Xavi or Modric? Xavi or Modric? Iniesta. Well... Okay, yeah, Iniesta is the best out of the two. And I, I was thinking that the other day. I think there's there's only one player I think would be better than Xavi uh, is Iniesta. And I was sort of contemplating Busquets to compare to whoever. But it doesn't matter. The fact that they compared the two incensed me. And I'll tell you why. And I'm sure you wanted me to tell you why, because that's the point of this. Two... <laughs> I can see you laughing, right? I, I need to take this seriously. Two superb players. Modric and Iniesta and, and Xavi, sorry. Modric and Xavi. But why compare them? Why? Can you tell me why? For like No, you can't. I'll stop you there. You can't. You can't tell me why. The the reason they do it is because okay, yeah, that one good player, Xavi, one good player, Modric. But there's no need to compare them because that's when you get this overrated, underrated debate. And then you get players like Modric who probably at the time did deserve I don't know whether he deserved to win the Ballon d'Or but he was like he deserved to be mentioned but then you get like compared to Xavi because he was playing you know with you know, Xavi was playing in the same league as him at the time you get compared to players like Xavi for why for why <laughs> yeah that, no I see what you're saying that. right but I don't think there's anything wrong with a bit of comparison I, I think it's I think that's like where the toxic Yep, I understand. I like a debate. I love a debate. But why why compare them to create this sort of, you know, I can't think of the word. Help me out. To create this, like... Um, divide. Divide, yeah, argument, whatever. 
But it's it's one thing to compare Messi to Ronaldo, right? But then I know we did it with R9 and Suarez. Suarez. And Salah and Hazard. Okay, yeah. But then again, are we just as bad? Are we the problem as well? Are yeah, we part yes. of the problem? Yeah, we are, we are 100% part of the problem. I just think it's toxic. I think it's really toxic. Why not just enjoy the players? Why yeah, but you don't like stats, do you? I hate stats. I yeah, hate why? Because stats... I understand why stats are important. And I don't... I, I say I hate them. I don't hate them because they're necessary. But why but do like, we... Like, we, we treat stats as if they're nutrition. But they, they're like... They are very important. Like okay, people, right. The, the one player I always think people just throw stats out the door because it suits their agenda is Trent Alexander-Arnold, who genuinely, for me, genuinely, and I'm going to say it, is honestly one of the best right-backs ever to play the game. Okay, right. He is unbelievable, okay. mate. Unbelievable. Right. His assist stats, his creativity, and his goal contribution stats are just unparalleled. He's, I think he set like three... I said three seasons in a row or something. He's had like ridiculous amount of stats, like four seasons in a row, whatever it's been. Like oh, the the consistency, it's just unbelievable. Oh, the consistency, like man. But how can you? But I, how can you not? How can you not look at those kind of stats and go, yeah, that's I, impressive. I, I applaud Trent Alexander Arnold and anybody else for having superb stats, and I hope they print the stats off and frame them on the you know, put them on a mantelpiece and in a nice cabinet, et cetera, et cetera. Can you name me a stat, one impressive stat that Ronaldinho came up with? Well, no, because... Ah, right, okay. Can you name me one impressive stat that Johan Cruyff came up with? No. Can you name me one that Maradona came up with? Yeah, but it doesn't mean they're bad Do you players. See I'm, not, no, I'm not saying they're bad players, but the, the way that stats have um, engulfed everything, I'm getting my English lit. Really, I'm really going for it today. My my A level, one of the only ones I managed to get. But uh, it, it, the the stats of like they they've taken over, and everybody seems to only care about stats rather than actually watching the game and enjoying a game of football. Do you know the stat that really winds me up? Go on. Expected goals. I still don't understand that. When is it like so? Like if you go on through on goal, I think that's an expected goal. But like, I do you know I what I don't get? Dis- it does no, a disservice but, to the keeper. I think. Yeah, but you know, do you know what I don't get? I'd get it if it was like a round number every week, like four, yeah, four expected like goals. You know what I mean? Zero point two three expected goals. One point yeah. three six expected goals. It doesn't make any sense. It, it does not. How can you have point six three of a goal? Yeah, I know. Expected. I know. I I don't, I don't understand, understand it. I need to read up on it because like there probably is like an actual explanation. It's just maths, isn't it? It is just maths and science, but. Like, is is that is that an issue though? A goal's a goal though, isn't it? Maths and science in football. Ah, oh, so I don't open that can of worms, but I yeah, know. <laughs> we'll be on VAR coming next back, now. Coming back to Modric and Xavi, why do you think Xavi's the better player? Um, this is interesting actually because I believe he played in a better team. Okay, like, we've spoken about that before. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily make him a better player. Okay. Because if you look at that, was Eric Abidal a better left back than, I don't know, name me, Marcelo even? Yeah, 
I because personally, I think Marcelo was a better left back than Eric Abidal. Okay. But is the team what makes him better? Is is the whole Jorginho and the Ballon d'Or argument? Or is it Xavi's trophies? Okay. Because a trophy doesn't make a player. It is Correct. it's nice. It's nice. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. No, it's nice to have <laughs> trophies, and it's it's nice, you know, it's nice to see them on on your record when you retire. But it doesn't mean you're the best player in the world just because you've won everything. But you believe that Xavi is better than Modric? Personally, yes. I think That's I fine. think he brought more to the game. There we are, and he was better on the ball. You talk about stats. Yeah, you could have one person who, who like tots up the passes for a game, right? Oh, Modric has made. A hundred more passes than Xavi. Look how wonderful that is. Real Madrid might have lost 1-0 to Barcelona that game. Yeah. Because that one pass Xavi made put Messi through. I'm hypothetically now. didn't happen. I don't know what happened. Put Messi through one goal. Messi buried it. But mm. Modric passed the ball a hundred times. He could have passed it back to the keeper 50 times. On side to side the other 50. Yeah. I, personally, People I take think... them so personally. And carry on, sorry. I think Xavi is the best passer of a ball I've seen in my lifetime. But on the I ball. Think, yeah, I think I think Kevin De Bruyne is up there for me. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and again, and I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Trent, did you see the pass he played the other day? Was it that long ball? Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. He's, he's just ball. something else, man. He can pick but, a ball. like Yeah, he's a wonderful ball, a fantastic ball. But... I got lost in the world of stats there. We've, the, the, we've the all debate. been there. We've, we've all, all been, been there. I, I, I'm, in a, I'm in a stat slump, if you will. I do like a stat. I think they're important. I, 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 like, a sta- important. I like a wacky stat. Oh, but... I love a wacky stat. <laughs> have we got any wacky stats? Quickly? Watford have had three players sacked after... No, it's Norwich, isn't it? Yeah. Three times Norwich have won this season, managers have been sacked. Yeah. The first time was... Um, Farker when they won. Oh yeah. Second then time was who else has gone? Was it Benitez? Yeah, and now it's Ranieri. Every time, well, no, they they won no, another game. Yeah, we they... said that yesterday. Yeah, they won yeah, they another game. Ruined won... my day. I did. Ruined yeah. my day. Spoiled when I my day. It spoiled yeah. my day as well. But it did. Yeah, that was that was me. That was my random off. Um. Have you got anything to add? Because no, I think this has been the, the most disjointed and just an unstructured episode. Week. I really think I mean it this week, though. <laughs> yeah, but this time I really, I really do mean it. This has been disjointed, but you know, this is an insight into our mind. Yeah, this, this is this is what it was. This is what it came from. You it's like what? inside out the, like fo- the the Pixar yeah. game for the football uh, Pixar the, film, yeah. the football version. Pixar, yeah. This is what goes on in our minds. Mm. And if you listen to this in the car, you know. I'm sorry. I feel like, it, yeah, it's like more of a surround <laughs> in the car. It's more of a box. So you really get an idea. Um, yeah. Is that I it? just had a message come through on my uh, thing. I have to get rid of it. So I can only concentrate on one thing at a time. Uh, can't multitask. Exactly. Anyway, um, I don't know what we got next week. I read, We go from one week to the next. Um, we, are, we are just, what's it? Um, not foot to mouth. <laughs> That's not it, is it? No, um, hand to mouth. Hand to mouth. That's the one, yeah. One week to another. Just yeah. uh, So, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, if you're Welsh, I hope you're enjoying back in the stadiums. I really hope you're enjoying. It's, uh, it's good to be back. And uh, If you're English, yeah, come down. 
Yeah, don't bring your COVID, Jim. Not, yeah, not, not all of it. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you guys for listening and watching. Uh, you know where to find us on social media. It's all in the links. Yeah, etc., etc. Somewhere. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much for joining us. Have a good weekend. Ta-ra. Take care.